As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash inventionage. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello and welcome to the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and the bad news about money. I'm Kim Kiyosaki and I'm hosting the show today as Robert is off in another part of the world. And uh, today is a very, very important show because if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a wannabe entrepreneur, um, even if, if you're an employee, actually, actually, we're at whatever position you're in right now, this show is going to apply to you because we're going to talk about something that everybody has or doesn't have and something that everybody needs. And what we're going to be talking about is how do you make yourself stand out among all the noise in the marketplace, especially the digital marketplace. But this also applies to who you are as a person and how do you make yourself stand out just whatever you're doing, wherever you are. So today we have a very, very special guest, and she is an expert on building what she calls your personal brand. We all have a personal brand, whether we know it or not, whether we use it or not. Most of us don't use it. That's the problem. And what she teaches people is how to land more clients, how to get more press, how to get more praise, and basically how to get yourself visible. Because so many of us are un- invisible. We're not, we're not taking advantage of our genius. We're not taking advantage of our strengths. And we're not certainly not putting it out there to the public and to the marketplace. So our guest today is Amanda Miller Littlejohn. She's the author of the book, Package Your Genius, Five Steps to Build Your Most Powerful Personal Brand. She's the founder of Package Your Genius Academy. And she is on a mission, as we are as well. She is on a mission to help high achievers make themselves and their work visible in the digital age. So, Amanda, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. I am just over the moon. Excited to be here with you today. <laughs> well, we're so happy to have you here. So, Amanda, how did you get started in this business of helping people build their personal brands? Well, I'll start out when I was laid off of my newspaper reporting job at the beginning of the great recession, and I decided to strike out on my own and start a business basically providing copywriting and communication services, and um, I thought that, you know, I had a skill that people needed, and it was worth a shot to really see what I could do with it, especially since I didn't have anything else to lose. I didn't have a job. So similar to me, I also got laid off and from my job early in my career. Um, but a key lesson I think people need to learn is oftentimes something that looks like a negative or an unexpected thing that you weren't planning on, um, you turned getting laid off into an opportunity as exactly what I did, which was I, I, as soon as I got laid off, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I'm not good at working for other people. I need to work for myself. And that's what you did, didn't you? Absolutely. And I don't know that I, you know, knew that. And so for people who are terrified of the prospect of going out on their own, I wasn't confident that I would succeed. It was something that happened out of necessity. But once 
I landed my first contract and, and started to see how it worked, and I was able to spend time with my new baby. It just, it also in place, and I really did realize, okay, how can I go back <laughs> to the old way of working and earning a living? But in terms of, like, the idea of personal branding, I really noticed later that the seeds had been planted earlier in my life when I watched my father get laid off. And I thought he was this brilliant person who had so many gifts and talents and skills, but he wasn't able to market himself. And that planted the seeds for me that even if you are brilliant, talented, skilled, and the best at what you do, if you don't know how to communicate that to the people who need it, and you don't know how to connect with the people who need it, you can still fly under the radar and go underutilized and yes. miss out on tons of opportunities that you are qualified for. Yeah, a lot of what you're talking about really is, is being true to who you are. Absolutely. Because I, I look at, again, our paths are somewhat aligned in that my father got laid off when I was um, in my 20s. And that was a wake-up call for me, too, going, I, I never want to be put in that position of depending on somebody else for my financial life. And that also planted the seeds for me for entrepreneurship. Um, so when you talk about a personal brand, what do you mean by a personal brand? What is a personal brand? To me, it is how people perceive you, how they understand what you do and the value that you provide and how easy it is to find you as it pertains to whatever value it is, right? So it's your reputation to some degree, but it's also how easy is it for someone to find you if you repair cars in Detroit? I'm searching for someone who can repair cars in Detroit, you know, is it easy to find you? And, you know, what will I find if I do find you? Is it a positive perception of you? Is it negative? Um, and, and what does that picture look like when it comes to how you're presenting the, the problems that you solve to the world? So in the digital world and even in the regular marketplace, there's so much noise. There's so much. Right. Everybody's got a product or a service. Everybody has something they want to sell. How does somebody build a personal brand so that they can stand out? How do you get yourself known? How do you get yourself visible, as you would say? Well, one of the things we've been talking about a lot in Packager Genius Academy is this idea of, as you said, being true who you are and really narrowing down and zeroing in on your unique competitive advantage. Because if you start with that and then you seek to put yourself out there based on that particular skill or modality, you're going to have a much higher rate of success. So, for example, you know, you see a lot of people creating videos or posting things on Instagram or writing articles. And they may be doing that because they saw someone else do it and they think, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And that contributes to the noise. But if you can think about your unique skill and how you naturally communicate and how you naturally attract people to you and focus on that as like your main way of reaching your audience, it comes through much more authentically. It's much more believable. And the people who are meant to find you can find you. And so I know that's kind of a, a long answer that doesn't quite, you know, tell you exactly what to do, but it's different for everyone. Right. I know my superpower is writing. Okay. And so if I'm veering too far off of that, trying to get attention because the latest 
uh, thing to do is show up on video, even though that's not my natural thing. I'm, it may not work for me, but whenever I write, that should be always work. So can you give me an example of, of, of somebody's unique competitive advantage? So I think, you know, it's not unique as in no one else in the world has it, but it's what is your competitive advantage in terms of, like, how you show up and how you attract people to you. So for me, I would say a unique competitive advantage is writing, but it's also using the power of my words to unlock other people's gifts. That is my kind of unique competitive advantage. So as long as I'm using that in some way, sometimes it's with writing, sometimes it's through my podcast, right? I sometimes it's on interviews like this. When I'm using my words to help unlock, you know, people, that tends to really resonate with them. Kind of think of something outside of the realm of marketing and PR. Some people may have a unique advantage. Well, okay, I, I just thought of one. One of my clients, she's not a, a big outfront person. She doesn't like, you know, being on video or, or just kind of making a ton of, of fuss about. But one of the things she's always done really well with personal relationships, friendships, and business relationships is sending a handwritten note. She loves sending handwritten notes. And so for her, connecting with people on a personal level through this very high touch and individualized medium has allowed her to um, maintain her relationships and even start conversations about new opportunities. So she did a serious challenge for herself to send a handwritten note every day for 30 days. Just to re-energize relationships and check back in with people. And she reported back to me that she ended up getting a ton of new inquiries or people who were just kind of saying, it's great to hear from you, tell me what you're up to right now. And when she told them, they saw ways that they could bring her in or integrate her into the work that they were doing. And she wanted to see contact just from that. And so, like, the handwritten note isn't my superpower or my competitive advantage, but it's very natural for right. her. It's something she loves to do anyway. So she used that. Right. Yes, oftentimes it's something that's, like, right in front of you. It's something that comes naturally to you. So you don't, exactly. think, you don't think of it as a super gift or a, a genius. Like, for Robert, his gift is he takes the complexity and makes it simple. That's his unique yes. gift. Um, so if yes. as, as somebody is looking, okay, so they're listening right now and they're like, wow, I don't really know what my unique gift is. I don't know what my competitive advantage is. How does somebody start? How do you start to find that gift inside of you? Ah, that's my favorite thing to help people with. So um, I have a therapy process down to a few questions that you can ask yourself. Okay. And it takes some introspection and some time, but uh, they're simple, simple questions. So the first, there are two ways to really zero in on how you're showing up with yourself. The first is internally, and these are questions only you can answer. And the second is externally, so these are things you're going to observe on how other people interact with you. So internally, you want to ask yourself, what energizes me? What energizes me? Okay, what energizes me? Okay. So typically what I'll do is, I'll take a span of time and examine it. So not general. Like it's not open-ended. Like, what energizes me generally? Look at the last week. Look at the last quarter. Look at the last year. And really try to pinpoint moments where you have felt physically energized by the work that you were doing. So, you know, remember back to those really happy moments or fulfilled moments. The times when you just felt like you were doing what you were supposed to be doing. And the trick is, 
not just in some isolated situations, but also to look at your personal life, your community involvement, time with family. So like when you talk about Robert uh, making the complex really simple, if you ask him what energized him over the last year, it may be, you know, talking to kids or talking to church members or talking to other entrepreneurs, but that common thread would likely be whenever he's having those conversations, he's just making the complex simple. Yeah, you know, so we yeah, have a... I, I like I like that because we have a, my girlfriends and I, they're all entrepreneurs. We have a product called Her Daring Adventure, and it's about how to discover what's most meaningful to you at your deepest core level. And And the first step is very similar. What we say is start carrying around a little notebook with you and just start making notes of what makes you smile, what makes you happy, which is very similar to what you're saying. What, what energizes you? What brings you energy is on a, a very yeah. positive note. So you could be having all of a sudden a thought and you notice, oh, that, that really makes me feel good. We'll write it down. Right. Just write it down. Yeah, I like exactly. that. Okay, and the second question. So the second internal question is what has been my peak moment? What is in my what? Peak moment. So I oh. read about peak moments in the book Do More Great Work by Michael Bungay Banger. And he characterizes these peak moments as these like clearly um, specific events in our working life that we can point to or remember. So they could projects that we worked on or um, committees that we joined. But they also gave us that feeling of being physically energized. So your answer to those two questions may be the same thing, but if you kind of need something to nail it down on, a peak moment would likely kind of, you know, let you see what are the things that physically energize me. And if you if you pull a few of those together and you can examine the themes, you'll likely be able to see that unique competitive advantage. So a, a, a peak, peak a peak moment. How do you define that? A peak moment is it something there? What you have accomplished? Was it when you're like on a high? What what is? How would you explain a peak moment? Kind of. So it, it could be an accomplishment. It could be a feeling of being you know really excited. But the way I've experienced peak moments is feeling stressed. Right. So for most of us, for most people, you know, you live your life day to day. You're doing what you do. And you get to a point where it's not crazy difficult to just operate in the day-to-day. Right, right, But right. then when you have these peak moments, you're getting threats to do things that you didn't necessarily know that you could do. Yeah, you're taking yourself out of your comfort zone. Yes, and you're getting a sense of your greater capacity. Yeah, And yeah. so typically, when you, you understand it, that's very energizing. Yeah. And well, so that creates a peak moment. That, ma- that makes perfect sense. I mean, that's, that's when we grow. When we when we exactly. have a breakthrough moment, when we take on something like you said, we don't know if we can do it or not, and we do it, and you kind of pull mm-hmm. your, pull pull from your strengths and you make it happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's where real mm-hmm. growth and real learning happen. I like that. Excellent. I know for me, like I've had some peak moments where I hike out in touch where I was able to see strength that I didn't even know I had. So yes. Like, oh, yes. I, I didn't know I could do this. So that's cool. Yes. So this is the Rich Dad Radio Show. I'm Kim Kiyosaki, the good news and the bad news about money. And we are talking to Amanda Miller Littlejohn. She's the author of the book, Package Your Genius, Five Steps to Build Your Most Powerful Personal Brand. She's the founder of Package Your Genius Academy, and she is on a mission to help high achievers make themselves and their work visible in the digital age. And we've been talking about how do you build your personal brand what are the steps to bringing out that genius, that creative, competitive, unique, competitive advantage? And when we come back, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to learn about what are the common mistakes many people make when building a brand? 
And what are the other steps to build your unique personal brand to have you stand out in all the noise in the marketplace and the digital world? We'll be right back. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. Hey, Rich Dad listeners. It's Rob, the producer of the Rich Dad Radio Show. Do you know the question that Robert and Kim are asked most? I have $500. What should I do with it? It's a frustrating question because most people cannot do what Robert and Kim do. And that is invest in large multifamily apartments. Here's the problem. That type of real estate investing requires a level of wealth that takes most of us out of the game. However, there is a way for anybody to do it, and it's called Fundrise. Fundrise is an online real estate investing platform allowing investors of all levels to purchase and create high-quality real estate portfolios and ultimately reap the long-term cash flow and value creation benefits historically provided by private market real estate. Through their cutting-edge technology and low-cost model, Fundrise enables you to instantly access hundreds of high-quality, high-potential private market real estate projects from high-rises in D.C. to multifamily apartments in L.A., all handpicked by Fundrise's in-house team of professionals. But now, no matter what kind of investor you are, Fundrise makes it simple to build a more perfect portfolio. So are you ready to get started? Visit Fundrise.com richdad. That's F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E dot com slash rich debt to have your first three months of fees waived. Again, that's fundrise.com slash rich debt. Britdirect.com. Welcome back to the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and the bad news about money. I'm Kim Kiyosaki and I'm hosting the show today as Robert is traveling the world. You can listen to Rich Dad Radio anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. And to hear your podcast, go to richdadradio.com. And we would love it if you would please leave us a review of the show wherever you are listening to the Rich Dad Radio show. Our guest today, very special guest, Amanda Miller Littlejohn. She is the author of the book, Package Your Genius, Five Steps to Build Your Most Powerful Personal Brand. And she's the founder of Package Your Genius Academy. And what we're talking about today is every one of us has a personal brand, whether we know it or not. It is who you are. How do you stand out? How do you make yourself known to the world? And right now, either you have a brand that you are putting out there or you're not. So what we're talking about is how do you make yourself stand out among all the noise in the marketplace and especially in the digital world? Because all of us have a genius and some of us know what that genius is and some of us don't. And what Amanda's genius is, is helping you discover your true genius so that you can make yourself visible in the world out there and they can make yourself visible in the marketplace. So, Amanda, welcome back. Thank you. 
Um, when we left at the break, we were talking about how people discover that unique competitive advantage in their true genius. And you were talking about the questions to ask internally, because this is a very introspective process. So there is that internal look that you have to do. You talked about internally what energizes me and what are my peak moments. And then you said there's also mm-hmm. external questions to ask. What are the external questions? So the external questions are the questions that you are asking of the world that experiences you. So you want to ask yourself, what do people ask for my help with the most often? And what do people thank me for? Hmm. So those are the two questions that can really help you see how the world sees you and the values that you're already providing to people. So say that again. The two questions are, what do people ask? What do people ask for my help with? What do people ask for my help with? And? Yes. And what do people thank me for? And what do people thank me for? Those are great questions. Those are great questions. And the amazing thing, what magic can be found, I just have to add this part, Mm -hmm. is what people ask for your help with or thank you for coincides with what brings you energy. That's like the holy grail. Got it. <laughs> I like that. I like that because, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people have a hard time even taking in a thank you um, and, and yeah. appreciating it. So it's really important that you listen to what people are asking for your help for and, and people are thanking you for. You really have to pay attention. So this is an introspective process, but it's very, very important. It's something that you're going to want to do. Take the time and take the time in a quiet place, I would say, to probably just write and journal and think about it. Um, Let me ask you this, Amanda. In building your personal brand, what are some of the common mistakes people make when building their own personal brand? What I see with most people is the biggest problem being in how they communicate what they do. So a lot of times people will want to lead with their title or Mm. their service or their education and credentials, right? And so it's very much focusing on them as, like, this person who has accomplished all of these things. But really, when you are building your personal brand, you're trying to connect with people who may need to engage on some level. So even though it sounds counterintuitive, the real thing that we need to be focusing on is the people that we can support and how we help. Yeah. Right? So when you're talking about yourself and what you do instead of saying, oh, I am an award-winning this and I have this certification, you want to really narrow down and zero in on who is it that you're called to serve and how do you support them? What problem do you help them solve? That would be one of the biggest things I see. Yeah, I see that with, I mean, that's what we say of entrepreneurship, that the purpose of an entrepreneur is to solve a problem. And what I hear you saying, what I hear you saying, Amanda, is, is something that I've learned is the difference between passion and purpose. So passion Mm -hmm. is something that gets you excited that you want to do something that, that is important to you, but purpose is what is needed in the world. So, so Mm. I think what you're talking about is when you're building your personal brand, it's not about you. It's about something bigger than you. It's about how can you be of service? How can you solve a problem? That's a much bigger personal brand because you look at, Let's look at like Apple. Okay. Apple, they, that was a cult brand. People loved Apple. They love Apple. 
Uh, Steve Jobs wants mm-hmm. to make a dent in the universe. And people can right. get behind that mission and get behind that brand because they want to be a part of it. And with Rich Dad, our brand is to elevate, our mission is to elevate the financial well-being of humanity. We want people to join in our mission. But if our mission is too small and just about us, nobody's going to want to join it. So you want people to join your brand and your mission so then it needs to be mm-hmm. bigger than you. It needs to be of service. And I, and I think that's a, a key point that you're making. Which is Right? Yeah. My, my personal brand needs to be bigger than me, huh? But it's true, and you put it, I think, even better, way better than I could. So I love that, like making it a mission bigger than you. Yeah. Well, look at Oprah. Oprah did it. Right. <laughs> what a story, what right. a brand she's got. Holy mackerel. So, um, and it wouldn't matter. People wouldn't love it or be drawn to it if it was just about her. It's about how she's using her gift to help us. Yeah, yeah. What's another common mistake you see? I think it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier is, and it's also evident in all the noise in the marketplace, is looking at other people and doing the comparison dance Mm. and saying, well, this tactic or strategy works for her, or this is what I see this successful entrepreneur doing, so I'm going to mimic them instead of doing the harder work of really getting clear on how you best show up how people can best receive whatever it is you have to share through you. Right. Everyone is not going to have the same timeline, the same trajectory, and they're not going to have the same um, mediums or the same way they express their teachers to the world. So and people make the mistake of looking around and kind of looking inside to see how they can just pull out who they are. Mm. We've all got to match, right? But when we start copying other people, it's like we throw our own magic away. Got it. Yep, that's very true. And so what about in, in social media? What works in social media in personal branding? <laughs> Again, it really depends on person. So um, I think if you were to look at trends right now, you would probably hear, okay, audio and micro video really works well. And the more engaging the content is, the more likely it is to be seen or to be kind of promoted up in search. So videos the best, followed by photos, followed by words. But, I mean, I personally believe that it's about you and finding your unique mix of how you're showing up. So, people I follow on Instagram, some people are really great at posting funny short videos, but then there are other deep thinkers, and I consider myself one, who will post a photo of themselves, then almost write a micro essay underneath it that really resonates with their audience. And so it's not as simple as saying, okay, this is what works right now for social media. It's about saying, what is my competitive advantage and how do I exploit that using social media? If I have to get the scab, then I definitely want to be talking. If I can speak on the fly, maybe doing live videos works really well for me. But if I'm more reflective and I like to gather my thoughts in writing, maybe it's posting a photo and then a longer caption underneath it. But I think people really need to think about what feels to them yeah. and how they can best express um, the solution that they provide on a social platform. You know when somebody's saying something and it's not authentic, it's not genuine? And I think with social media... Yeah, you can feel it. Yeah, social media today, you've got to be genuine. You've got to be authentic because people can smell it and they're going to turn you off in a heartbeat if you're not real. Right. 
and my reel is going to look different than your reel. Right. 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 And so that's why we've got to all look inward to see, okay, what, what makes sense for me? Yes. And once again, this is Kim Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And we were talking to Amanda Miller Littlejohn. Her website is amandamillerlittlejohn.com or packageyourgenius.com. Highly recommend you go check her out. She's got a ton of resources. And you can listen to Rich Dad Radio anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. And please, we would love you to leave a review wherever you are listening to the show. And you can hear the podcast. Just go to richdadradio.com. So, Amanda, um, you talk on regarding social media, you say you talk about playing offense and defense. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by offense and defense? Well, especially in our current, like, cancel culture, people are going to be things. And I think getting used to this new medium, this new online world, and understanding how long our comments or our sentiments can stay alive online, people, it's a new world. And so we're getting used to it. So I think when you make a mistake or you do something that is not well-received, you do have to do some sort of defense in terms of just doing the damage control of containing whatever it is that you did or said. And so that's kind of the defense piece. But in terms of offense, I feel like that's a game we should always be playing and getting ourselves and our ideas and the positive solutions that we have and the way that we can support and help people. Just caring generously and sharing the things that um, we can that can help people on their journey. That goes a long way, I think, in building goodwill if we're known for being people who generously share our ideas and our tips and things that can help people or uplift them and brighten their days. So let me ask in terms of, you know, the the whole PC thing and you can't say this and you can't say that. It's driving me crazy. You can't say anything without somebody getting upset or you hurt my feelings. but True. there's there are, of course, instances where you do something uh, or say something and it really has makes a huge dent in your personal brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What do you do? All of a sudden, the, the media is on you. The social media are screaming. You've done something and it's not correct or it's not. You just you just blew it. And now you've got to backpedal and figure out how to how to recover and how to repair your brand. So I would say first thing first, of course. You know me, go inward, right? So yep. uh, the first thing I would say is just try to get to the root of why you feel like you're being attacked or your brand is suffering and be honest with yourself, right? Did you make a mistake? Did you say something offensive? Do you believe it's offensive? Or even if you don't believe it's offensive, are you upset that you may have offended or for other people? And then are there some changes that you need to make going forward, right? Are there some topics you should your care of? Is there some language that you need to evolve uh, once you know better, you know, do better? You just reflect on um, the mistake that you made or, or the accusations that you're getting and really try to understand it from the perspective of people who are bringing it to you. And then second, just own it, right? Even if you don't agree, if, if something you did or said was perceived in a negative or offensive way, perception is reality. Right? So you got to own it, address the issue, apologize if appropriate. It may not be appropriate, like if it's not um, a case where you hurt or offended a group of people or a specific audience. Um, maybe it's just something you need to own yourself and say, okay, this is something I did poorly. I'm not going to do it again. 
make a clear plan to change moving forward? How will you address these issues in the future? And then last but not least, just do better. Embody the changes that you decided to make. Embody a better version of you. And I firmly believe that your brand will catch up and that goodwill will come back if you're focused on just being a good person, providing value, and uh, being authentically good, right? So not inauthentic apologies, not um, just saying what you think people want to hear, but really getting to the heart of, okay, what, how did I mess up? Sorry, I messed up. I'll try to do better. I'm human. I'm not perfect. That, that, I think, goes uh, a huge way. Yeah, and again, it, it's about being real. I think, too, that yeah. it's going to help to have uh, a team or a coach or somebody else because sometimes you can't see it or sometimes ego gets in the way and you don't want to admit you made a mistake and you don't want to admit you did something that, you know, maybe you, maybe you really didn't, but it was taken a certain way. So I always uh, look to have a good coach or somebody that can see it from a different point of view than me because sometimes I'm too close to it to really have a good objective viewpoint on it. Exactly. So we are we are close to finishing up here. There's so much more we could talk about, Amanda, but I just like to leave our listeners. So a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs or they want to be entrepreneurs or they may be very happy as employees, but they still want to stand out in whatever they're doing. So what is uh, final advice you would give on building your personal brand? Well, I would love to just simply share the five steps that I outline in my book for those okay. who may not get a chance to get it, but they're pretty simple. Well, you gotta, everybody's got to get your book. Everybody's got to get your book. <laughs> Package your genius, five steps to build your most powerful personal brand. Go get that book. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. And for those who have trouble doing that introspective work, there's also a companion workbook that takes you through a ton more questions. Great. But um, the steps, or number one, get clear, which you kind of talked about doing on asking yourself what energizes you and what people thank you for. Number two, you want to make the case for your brand. So you really want to get clear on the results that you have provided, the value you've provided over the past week. You start to see those things. And that narrative comes to life when you look at the actual results that you've gotten for people. Number three, define your big ideas. What is your perspective on your industry or your topic? Like what is your philosophy? What what unique perspective do you bring to whatever it is that you do? What do you believe that may be counterintuitive that others don't believe? And what do you think people have to do first just to have success? Or make yourself visible if you talk a little bit about around social media, but also don't be afraid to get out there and do media interviews so you can reach new audiences. Don't be afraid to speak on panels or hop on stages to share your big ideas. And then fifth, and finally, once you have the attention of people, so like right now, right, you got to sell yourself. Um, don't waste the opportunities that visibility creates for you by not letting people know how they can work with you or how they can take a next step, how they can grab your book or hire you. So, you know, see those opportunities of visibility to let people know that you are open for business. And even if you have a job and you're looking to get promoted, make it known that you are ready for a new challenge. Um, this is what I've accomplished. This is what I think I can do. And this is how I want to advance my career moving forward. Let people know. I love it. And, and a lot of what you're talking about, Amanda, is actually getting out of your comfort zone, and which leads to growth, which leads to transformation. And 
I just want to say, you know, if you have a product or service that will truly serve people, then it is your responsibility to get yourself known. It is your responsibility to make yourself heard among all the noise and for people to under, to know who you are and to know your product or service. If it is going to serve people, then you've got to get out there and let people know about it. I think that's just good business. So Amanda, thank exactly. you so much. It was a pleasure, really a joy. Thank you for the work you're doing. Keep helping people to build their personal brands and uh, to solve the problems that are necessary in the world today. We thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And maybe uh, we can do this again sometime. It would be great. That would be amazing. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Amanda. Yay. So excellent. Hey, Rich Dad listeners. No sound financial plan is complete without life insurance. And we know shopping for life insurance can raise a lot of questions. How much coverage do you need? Which insurance company is best for you? How much should it even cost? And at a time when it's more important than ever to have life insurance, the pandemic is making it a little more complicated to shop for it. That's where Policy Genius can help you. As a life insurance marketplace backed by a team of experts, Policy Genius is keeping track of all the changes in the market so you don't have to. They'll find you the right amount of coverage at the best possible price without a headache. Policy Genius pulls quotes from all the top life insurance companies. You can compare rates and find the best price for you. This doesn't, this doesn't just save you a lot of legwork. You could save fifteen hundred or more a year. You could save fifteen hundred or more a year by using Policy Genius. Policy Genius pulls quotes from all the top life insurance companies, so you can compare rates and find the best price for you. This doesn't just have, this just doesn't save a lot of legwork. You could save 1500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and the red tape for free. So if you hit any speed bumps during your application process, they'll be there to take care of everything. So if you need life insurance, but you're not sure where to start, head to Policy Genius. So if you need life insurance, but you're not sure where to start, head to policygenius.com. Policy Genius will find you the best rate and handle the process completely. They'll get you and your family protected, and hopefully you have one less thing to worry about. Try Policy Genius today. Show. I want to thank our guest, Amanda Miller Littlejohn, her book, and I highly recommend it. Package Your Genius, Five Steps to Build Your Most Powerful Personal Brand. And again, her website is amandamillerlittlejohn.com and packageyourgeniusacademy.com. You know, Amanda talked about some very important things in building your personal brand. And she talked about, of course, starting out in a kind of an introspective way, um, internally asking what energizes me and what are my peak moments and externally, what do people ask for my help with? And what do people thank me for? Now, there's another key step here because we're all about action. So a lot of times people get into the introspective state, but they stay there. You can't stay there. You got to go out and do something with it. So one of the keys to transformation, to real change, is you get the information, which is a lot of the introspective work Amanda talked about. And the second step is you got to take action. So go out there and experiment. 
try things, see what works. And the one of the keys to transformation is once you take action for every step of action, there will be feedback. And the feedback is crucial because, and you've got to pay attention to the feedback. Oftentimes we ignore it. We go do something and something doesn't work. And we go, oh, nothing, nothing works. No, you've got to pay attention to the specific feedback you're getting from every action you take because that feedback will tell you whether you're on the right track or whether you need to make corrections. And then the final step is to take that feedback and make the corrections necessary, then go out and do it again. So I want to thank Amanda for her great gift in helping people find their genius and find their unique competitive advantage because it's very important. As I said earlier, if you have a product or service that is needed and wanted by people, you have a responsibility to get yourself known. And as Amanda said, to let people know that you are open for business. So here's to you standing out in the marketplace, standing out among all the noise, especially in the digital world, and making yourself, your product, and your service known. Thank you very much.